Morning, Wendy Nola, our consumer ninja. Insurers can dump you. I thought it was just the satisfaction you get when your premiums have gone too high and you've not made a claim and you keep getting premiums added on top of premiums. You go shopping around, you find a much better offer, and you go, you're fired. But um, they can fire oh, you yes. too. They can and they do. And I hear from a lot of people to whom that has happened, and it's a horrible, horrible situation to be in because you have to disclose that when you're trying to find alternative cover. There's that question, isn't there? Have you ever been rejected for insurance cover? Yes. That that question, very important, yes. That's the question, yes. And if you say yes, well, if you do find alternative cover, it's loaded with, you know, your premiums loaded, you've got high excesses because you're considered terribly, terribly, terribly high risk. Um, So the advice that I give as often as I can is if you've had a lot of claims um, in in a fairly quick succession, they're really looking at the last three years because that's the question they ask you. Um, that what they want to see you know your claims, particularly in the last three years. Then rather jump before you're pushed. So start phoning around. Yes, when you reveal your recent claims, you you know you're going to get uh, you know you're not going to get the best deal but you're going to get a much better one than if you have to say that you were basically fired, as you say, what, dumped by what your constitutes, What constitutes an excessive claim? I can, I can foresee somebody having a run of bad luck where you um, have two bumper bashings. You then have a smash and grab and your iPad and watch are stolen off your arm. Yeah. And because this hey, is the kind of kind of place we live in. And just because, you know, exactly. that's the way karma works, um, you know, your house burns down in the same sort of three-year period. Now, would that be considered excessive or just bad luck and that's why you have insurance? It's, yeah, even if it's not your fault, um, it does count against you. It's your claims ratio. So basically... It boils down to what you've paid in premiums versus what you've cost them in, in claims, right? And But I do think I'm not, I, I, I don't have any inside knowledge here, but I do think a lot of it would have to do with um, if there's any um, uh, factors which will keep repeating. So, in other words, if it's driving issues where you're having a spot to bother behind the wheel, um, then they would that would be considered an ongoing high-risk situation because it's unlikely to get any better, whereas as opposed to you travelled across town and had a smash and grab there kind of thing, which is a little bit more random um, and no sort of fault or lack of skill on your part kind of thing. So all these things play a role, but I think it's mostly the biggest factor is essentially a financial one, what you've paid in premium versus what they've paid out. And if you're costing them, and you're costing them a lot versus what you're paying them over over time, then they're going to want to get rid of you, and they can. They're they're, um, they're, they're perfectly entitled to. Um, and and here's the thing, because everyone I've spoken to that's that's contacted me for help that uh, has been outraged and wants me to step in and and plead their case on their behalf, has said I didn't know this could happen. So I asked the ombudsman for short-term insurance not long ago. Is there anything in the policyholder protection rules that compels insurers to tell you, tell their, their, their clients that in the, you know, in the, in the policy document that they could have their policies cancelled, um, for essentially overclaiming, um, or, you know, being on the wrong side of that claims ratio? And I was told no. So you might see in your, in your, in your, um, in the small print that, you know, you, they can give you a month's notice to cancel, but they'll mention things like, 
you know, not paying your premium, which you can understand and expect, right? Then your cover falls away after a grace period of a month. But um, a lot of people just weren't aware tell, of the fact that, you know. Tell me about uh, Angela. I mean, we, I okay. gave some fairly unrealistic uh, scenarios. Um, but okay. I, I look at Angela's track record and she went beyond bad luck. She did terrible things to small animals as a, as a child, I guess. I can only imagine <laughs> I'm, I'm this is the planet's the realigning. Yes, I'm, I'm changing the name to Protective. She, she wrote to me and uh, she said, um, I own a 2007 Honda, which is insured along with my household hold contents and my phone with momentum. I've been with them for years. And this is what she said about her claims history. I've claimed twice in the past and recently I scratched my car badly on a, I scratched my car on a badly designed garage, which is too small for the vehicle. Momentum chose to process it as three separate claims. And so that made the total of five claims. None were really bad damage. I'm a pension of 75, living on a SASA grant. Um, I've never missed a payment. And I really felt for her. And I, I wanted to uh, do all I could to convince the insurer to keep it on. And I have to say, in a few cases, Bruce, I have been successful in this, where they said, okay, and then they'll just put the excess up or whatever, where they thought, okay, perhaps that was a little harsh, given given how badly this affects somebody. Um, and so they've relooked. So I thought, well, let me have a look. So then I asked for her claims in the past three years. So 2019, 19th of November, she hit a pillow outside of her bank. That was a, just over 5,000 rand claim. Three days later, she went to sleep and knocked a glass of milk over on, um, on her bedside table, and it, it um, basically messed up her phone. That was 12,000 rand. Not a single claim in, in 2000, but claims were way down, of course, because we, we weren't driving much. 2021, 29th of October, she parked a car at a restaurant, reversed, bumped into a third party, 7,000 rand. Just over two weeks later, she visited a physio and bumped the gate there, 8,600 rand. And then 2022, 1st of May, she pulled into her yard and uh, the gate closed on the left side of her car. So she swerved and hit the right, I don't want to laugh, hit the right-hand side of the car on the pillar. And as she tried to reverse, she hit the wall. That was a biggie. That was three hits, one incident, 20,000 rand, 500. Same day. Same day, she pulled into the garage and bumped the front of her car. She then oh, reversed it into pot plant, no, damaging the rear. No, 7,400 no, no. rand. 26th of May, same month, she had plumbers at home who left the materials, their materials in her garage. So she sort of got partly and realized she needed to reverse. And then as she did so, she scraped the front door oh. of the garage pillar. 7,700 rand. So I went, it's not quite as she recalls her claims history, but I went back to her and I said, um, I'm going to send this through anyway, but I have to say, I, I can kind of understand your insurer's um, thinking here. But anyway, I went to um, Momentum. Uh, I, I got a response from the executive head of claims and client experience, Vicky Swanvelder, uh, and uh, she said, in the interest of fairness to this client and all our other clients, we need to explore all avenues to assure, ensure that we made the right decision to offload. It was they took into account frequency. The fr- here we go, Bruce. Frequency, severity, and value of all claims settled. So if you have a bad run, best you start looking around. Um, as well as the value of the premiums received over a three-year period of the la- or the lifespan of the policy. Um, to avoid cancelling the client's policy with us, we investigated the viability of imposing endorsements uh, to bring the risk profile down. 
Um, that's additional terms and conditions imposed on the policy, like a compulsory additional excess, limiting a driver, etc. But okay. based on the factors above, we, we couldn't get there, basically. Um, it wasn't an easy decision to make. Um, I assure you that we carefully considered all possible and, uh, um, avenues for Angela. Um, another option for clients is to increase the excess to carry some of the loss themselves, although each client needs to access what the unique circumstances yeah. are. So uh... my advice is, um, <laughs> as we run out of time, you know, if you've had a bad run, a run of bad luck or run of bad drugs. It's 65. Um, know that, ask to see your, your. 65,000 rands worth of claims in two years. Well, in actually in the space of a year. Actually, in the space of a year, for the late yes. 2021 to early 2022. I mean, dear Angela, um, Uber, it'll be cheaper. I think so. So what? So yeah. the advice is call, look up your, um, ask them to give you your claims history over the last three years. And it's looking a little bit like this one. Um, find another cover before they dump you and make you do that with that black mark against your name. Good and important lesson. Thank you very much, Wendy Nola. It's no laughing matter. I feel desperately sorry for Angela, but Angela is bumping into inanimate objects. It's not like somebody's you know, T-boned her three times at different intersections. These are unfortunately avoidable accidents, and the insurer is taking one look at this and saying, I'm sorry, sorry, but your driving profile is not one that we can stomach. So please find somebody else to stomach it. And unfortunately, Angela is going to be on the receiving end of much higher premiums. If she's not careful, thank you for that lesson. Wendy Nola, our Consumer Ninja.